Welcome to The Good Work, a podcast and video series that follows the event company, an event design company that specializes in corporate, nonprofit, and social events. Our passion lies in creating one-of-a-kind events that share the good work of organizations we are fortunate to collaborate with. Tune in for conversations with leaders of these great groups, our best advice for your next event, and some behind-the-scenes moments. Now, let us show you the good work. In this episode of The Good Work, we'll introduce to you Natalie Eisenberg, CEO at ClickRain. ClickRain is a marketing technology agency in downtown Sioux Falls. Natalie and Addie will discuss ClickRain's success and the growth and how their values and culture are at the core of the company. Please welcome to today's podcast, Natalie Eisenberg. Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm so excited to have Natalie Eisenberg here with us. Welcome. Thank you, friend. This is glad to be here. I know. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. It's fun to be able to share your story of where you've been, what you're doing now, where you're going, leading this incredible company that does so many good things. So thank you. Yeah, and you and I usually are (laughs) in between events. You know, we're talking on the side (laughs) sidelines of events just for crazy. So we have a little more time today. I know. It's cool. We have a good twenty minutes or so. And we don't have any wine here today, unfortunately, but Maybe next time. We do have tequila over there. We want I can to make that pop work. some of that in there. But yeah, I, so I've known Natalie for, gosh, how many years now? I'm going to say at least a dozen mm-hmm. or at least 10 or 12 years. Yeah. Was what I was going to say. A long time. So tell us a little bit about what you did in your previous life, mm-hmm. all that you're doing now, because well, really what you did kind of helped pave. Oh, definitely. Kind of yeah. Path. I've been, I guess I, I say I've been working in career for about 15 years and you were you were my client for like yeah, ten minutes. I, I remember know, that. I so know. in your prior nonprofit yeah. role, yeah, um, you were working there, and I was a, at a former agency, and we were almost going to work together when yep. you branched out and yep. started the started event company. Own company. Yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? It's uh, it's crazy and awesome, and so I've seen you from the ground up um, yeah. in your growth, and I have to say that um, what you've done with the event company is not only uh, just set the gold standard for what events oh, should you. be in the market. But I think you've raised the water level and made it okay to have fabulously designed and orchestrated mm-hmm. events in the, in the market. You Thank know, you. probably 15 years ago, that would have been oh, no. completely out of line for most of us. Yeah. And it's so funny because our paths have crossed at, like you said, at all these different events <laughs> over the years. So you've seen a lot of different tr- changes and trends yeah. and what it looks like. And yeah, it's fun to be... Um, when we get to do events together, mm-hmm. like we sat on a little committee in a sense. Would yeah. you say committee? Oh, yeah. We were we just yeah. recently, last May. Uh-huh. It's always fun to be able to work with you on that Agreed. aspect. But. Agreed. So Thank I you. came from, um, I'm a hometown girl. So I grew up in Sioux Falls and I love to say that it's my hometown because I can really speak to how Sioux Falls has been for the last 40 years, you know? Um, You're not 40. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Owning it. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Um so uh, Sioux Falls has changed a ton, and it's been it's been really fun to see it all um, really progress. And so uh, my older brother went to USD, and I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. So my best friend from high school and I went to USD, and uh, without a lot of um, idea of what I wanted to do, I um, started business school and took an accounting class eventually, which um, opened my eyes to that side of business and Yuck. and maybe turned my <laughs> – 
turn me <laughs> off a little bit to that world. Uh, I, I definitely am more of a creator, yeah. more of a creative mind. Um, I work well in conceptual spaces. Um, I'm not a spreadsheets girl. I no. love budgets. So that's the thing. Like I, But I'm not a mm-hmm. – like I couldn't sit in a cubicle and crunch numbers right. all day. Well, you know – the end of the story is that it's come full circle to me because I'm now handling yeah. a lot of accounting type stuff, yeah. administrative stuff. But, yeah. you know, earlier on, um, I definitely exercised a lot more creativity. And, and so out of uh, USD then, um, having found my place in marketing, uh, I actually had one professor, um, Dr. Cornette was her name, and it was a PR class. And I remember it really vividly that um, she held me after class and I wasn't sure what she was going to tell me. And she had her glasses down on her nose and she kind of said, you know, you're really good at this. And you look good with a little mascara on your eyes every once in a while. <laughs> awesome. I'm like, okay. Wow. I think, uh, and it was kind of, it was kind of a pivotal moment. You yeah. know, I was like, oh, I'm really good at this and uh, I'm a good communicator. And um, so I, I pursued it. And through that, met Paul Schiller mm-hmm. um, and Scott Lawrence kind of through the program mm-hmm. down at USD, ended up uh, working at Lawrence and Schiller. Mm-hmm. For 12 years. Um, so came out of college as an account coordinator and got to just be a part of a ton of uh, types of projects and with a, a bunch of awesome clients and meet a, a lot of people in the market. Um, and one of those people was Paul Tenhaken. He was a client of mine. Mm-hmm. When he was in a corporate marketing role. Yeah. And years later, um, he gave me a call and said, I've got a position that I think you might be interested in. And uh, I guess the rest is kind of history. Uh, so it's been an interesting few years for me. How incredible. Did you ever uh, kind of forecast or see yourself in this role? <clears throat> you know, I always uh, – I looked at leaders and uh, thought I could do that job and I want to eventually. Um, I don't know that I ever really pictured myself being CEO of an agency. I actually always thought I would start a business. Mm-hmm. Um I could see that in you yeah, too. Yeah, I always thought I would start a yeah. company, start a business, invent a product, something more entrepreneurial. Um, and um, it just, you know, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now I've been able to buy into a company yeah. and kind of experience that side of it. So, um, but, you know, the skills I think that I've always been confident in, my ability to communicate with people, mm-hmm. to kind of address problems, make mm-hmm. solutions, keep things simple. Um, they marry up well with the with the role I'm in now. So tell me a little bit more about what ClickRain does. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've been in the community a long time, yeah. so I, I, I know personally, but mm-hmm. those that are listening and watching, it, you're not just an agency. Do you oh. like that word agency? I do. Okay. Some um, people just get all agitated yeah, in that sense. But. I don't have a problem with agency because I feel like we are agents to our clients yeah. and serving them. That's a good way to put them. it, yeah. Um, and uh, there's some appeal in and being able to be there for them when they need you yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, so we do refer to ourselves as an agency. We refer to ourselves as a people-first digital agency. And um, so that kind of combines the culture component mm-hmm. uh, with the technology component that yeah. and, and the space that we're in um, because they definitely – they both hold equal weight in our company. And um, in the early years, I think ClickRane became known more for social media, um, right. whether it be social media management, support, strategy for different organizations. Mm-hmm. We've really evolved from that and are uh, certainly um, still providing some strategic work in that category, but not doing hands-on um, social management so mm-hmm. much anymore. We've found that, um, that that is done really best by people who are inside the organization. Yeah. And at day-to-day, they know the nuts and bolts of it. Versus, they do. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they can be there on the spot when yeah. things are happening. And um, so we more provide guidance and support uh, strategy in that category. Um, we build websites, and mm-hmm. um, not only then do we build the website, we help clients to get um, traffic and um, the right people to that website to take the action and make the conversion uh, for, mm-hmm. for whatever that business is doing, selling Hotel rooms, um, ice cream, yeah. pizza. Chili cow people. Yeah. Right? Chili, it's called chili cow, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. My husband just bought some of that. So I was on your site a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and I saw that, you know, the brand there. Mm-hmm. And then he bought some the other day and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is chili cow. Yeah. So we read the back of it and yeah. And then yeah. when you, he opened it for the first time last night. Mm-hmm. And so he opened it and then there's a little thing on the inside of it. And yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool product. We've, good um, for you guys. We've gotten to uh, we've gotten the chance to uh, work with Wells Bunny out of Lamar's yeah. a little more over the last couple of years, and they're just really exciting. You know, I mean, ice cream is fun anyway, yeah. Um, but they're always innovating, and and it's fun to be a part of that. So, so speaking of innovation, mm-hmm. how do you feel like you guys kind of stay up to date mm-hmm. on being innovative and showcasing that with your clients? Because it can get hard because you're in the day to day, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just get stuck in your ways yeah. and. Um, but how do you guys, how do you find that you personally as the leader mm-hmm. are helping to lead and drive that innovation? Yeah. You know, um, I haven't found it so challenging for our team to know what's happening and know what's changing in the industry. What's what's become more of a daunting task is um, deciding what's meaningful at the moment and being organized about rolling that into the company and into our into our work with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it's easy to share happening with the team. Um, but if there's no implementation plan mm-hmm. or, you know, if, if we don't know, are we going to adopt this or, we, or is it just something out there we should know about? Is it something we should address right now in six months or right. keep on the horizon? Yeah. Um, so from my standpoint, it's more about uh, putting together a framework for how to share uh, innovation topics with the team. And so what we've done uh, in the last six months or so is uh, we started something called our coffee talks internally and i'm a big uh, believer in kind of branding something and and giving it uh, its own personality and giving it uh, ongoing consistency so our team knows when they come to coffee talk a coffee talk what what a coffee talk entails and it entails food and coffee good and education what if you Um, didn't have coffee at the coffee talk (laughs) that would be good people make such a question i um (laughs) And I tried to play the SNL coffee talk yeah. sketch <laughs> awesome. um, at the beginning of these. And I think half the staff was like, huh? I try but, to do SNL comments in here, too. And some people are like, what? I know. Yeah. Well, call me. Yeah, I will. We'll coffee <laughs> we talk can, it up. We can relate. But um, so coffee talks are once a month okay, um, across the year. And then we have, um, you know, if something is notable in the market um, and one of us notices it, we kind of send it into the coffee talk organizers and they decide okay. where it belongs in the lineup. And Good. Um, if, if resources are needed for us to implement that type of thing, um, we put that together from a leadership standpoint. So is it all internal talk or is it, do you invite external people in if it's so far? Something? It's mostly internal. Okay. It's mostly our internal experts that share then with the, with the appropriate team. And yeah. Coffee talk is a whole agency. And so these are topics that are really relative to the whole team. Um, there are uh, departmental education times two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it's really something that's design related, the design department might have their own kind of spinoff of a coffee talk to, to learn about that kind of stuff. I like that you've got the internal working group yeah. though, that helps yeah. to delegate those yeah, different just, things. The structure is helpful. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you think, oh, we need to talk about this. We need to learn about this. We mm-hmm. need to share about this. We need to plan for this. 
and it just kind of goes back burner. Mm -hmm. So knowing that you've got a slot in every single month to teach and to talk about Mm -hmm. a hot topic, um, you can get them on the calendar and they actually happen. I love it. (laughs) And culture, when I, so that's part of your culture, which Mm -hmm. I like. And I think culture is such a buzzword that we've Mm -hmm. talked about a lot, but talk to me a little bit about how that starts with your hiring and Mm -hmm. the posting and how they are Mm -hmm. integrated in, when I say they, how, how new staff are integrated into the mix. Yeah. Because they have to mesh really well Mm -hmm. with, the culture, the workplace, yeah. the flow, the people. I know. What yeah. does that look like Very from your true. standpoint? Um, yeah, so um, I find it our responsibility as kind of the, you know, we were one of the first digital agencies in the market. And so um, I believe it's on our shoulders to be leading edge in that space, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, in our craft, right. in our discipline. Um, we were also a culture leader since the very beginning of this company 10, 11 years ago, this February. Um, and so we have to continue innovating in that space as well. Uh, other, other companies continue to kind of yeah. to progress. Um, and so it's important for us to, to bring new things to the table. Some of the things that I've brought to the table since I, I've been in this role um, on the culture side you know, or beyond perks. Um, you know, we do a lot of fun perk mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. team building things. Um, we have a lot of nice offerings. But um, when I say that we're a people first company, uh, I want to be able to live up to that in a lot of ways. And um, that looks like um, making sure that someone is not working past five or five thirty mm-hmm. consistently. In fact, if you come through our office after five o'clock. I bet four out of five days there will be nobody there after five thirty. That's awesome, and and yeah. and that doesn't mean people are going home to work on their computers all evening right. long. That means we're not working, and um, and that's a commitment by from the top down mm-hmm. that we're not going to burn people out. And it's a little bit unique in the agency space because you know always want to be available. We want to take care of our yeah. clients, you yeah. know, and that's a natural thing to do. But um, so uh, making sure we uh, eliminate burnout in that way. Uh, we have quarterly check-ins with our team members, and um, that's kind of a professional and personal check-in, making mm-hmm. sure everybody's, you know, things are going okay. Yep. And we use our values. We have seven values in the, in that process, kind of see, like, how are you doing in these areas? And we also use those values in our hiring process. So, in fact, we actually give an assignment to uh, somebody who's kind of made it to the through the second round of yeah. interviews and say, like, tell us, give us your standpoint on each of these values. And so then that's part of their, what they turn in as we uh, consider Like they're physically writing it down, like yeah. doing homework? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a little bit of a... Um, yeah, homework, like you said. Homework, yeah. yeah. So um, they usually do something that that's kind of their culture-related assignment, mm-hmm. and then there's usually a discipline-related homework yeah. as well before they... Um, get signed on as a yeah, team member. They have to mesh well with the team and mission and values and really where you could stand on a lot of different aspects. It's true. You know, we've had different folks come and go and as I'm sure you have as well. And yeah. it's, they need to be able to feel with the team, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not work, even mm-hmm. though it's work, we understand mm-hmm. that. But if you are having to put on certain fronts or just feel differently around them, mm-hmm. it may not be the best fit. It's true. And, and I think you know, interviews are, it's so telling in yeah, that spot, you know? It can be. Yeah, they absolutely can be. And we're, we're pretty forthcoming yeah. uh, with talking about our company. And I, t- I too believe that we've um, articulated what we are, what we stand for, how we operate uh, pretty well so that it's consistent with every new mm-hmm. 
employee candidate right. and um and they can decide if we're a match for them and we can decide if they're a match for us because it definitely has to be mutual for sure so yeah um so we've also um we've added some benefits over the last uh year or so since i've been leading the company we've added paternity and maternity leave paid yeah. um we've added um some um we've added a free birthday holiday so I you love get, it. You get a week. You get a day off for your birthday, like within the week or so of yeah. your birthday. Um, just really emphasizing that we want people to have a great, well-rounded life. Yeah, and we truly believe that if if people are fulfilled and well and uh, rested, that our clients are going to benefit from it. So it, right. it is there too mutually. Yeah. How do you? Um, I love the birthday thing. I think that's fun. Yeah. We should. I think everybody should. Have I know. That. I like that too. We've done no Fridays on our team for as long as I can love remember, that. and it's been um, just an important part of what we do because there could be days where we're fifteen hour days, and we are seeing each other for thirty of those thirty days of the month. So having that time off is important, not only for personally but professionally, and just making sure we recharge. But how have you been able to communicate that to your clients about? The office is closed at five or five thirty. Um, how? What? Is, I guess was it a communication piece that you ha- having uh, internally first before you're communicating it externally, or what does that? What did that look like? Because that has to be a change. It's a change for a lot of different agencies. Yeah, obviously. you know, um, ClickRain historically has um, abided by that, and so that's something that's kind of a legacy yeah. quality of our company. So any of the uh, any of the clients that have been working with us for a long time they are know. pretty well aligned with that. Whenever we're talking to a prospect, uh, it's definitely a part of our story Good. and our initial yeah. discussion, um, talking about how we how balance is a a value, a core value to us, and this is how that looks mm-hmm. uh, in a client partnership. And you know, over the years, I've realized too that um, for the most part, if you don't communicate with clients. After hours, they, they don't yeah. communicate with yeah. you. Yeah. And, you know, it just kind of becomes the norm and yeah. the understanding. And then a fire is a true fire, mm-hmm. not just a convenience. Yeah. So um, certainly from time to time, something comes up where right. you need to be there. But um, but overall, it, it works. And um, and I think they see the benefit of rested, mm-hmm. well, right. rested employees. We're starting to see that a little bit more. And it's taken a while, but it's definitely communication with our clients that, you know, Fridays are our time off. And I spend a lot of Fridays at school with the Mm -hmm. boys and just doing different activities. And we had one client that was not very happy about that. And Mm -hmm. I made, uh, I think, seven phone calls to my voicemail, Mm -hmm. you know, um, which doesn't make anybody feel good for that matter. But then you've got other clients who one of them just recently scheduled a meeting for me on a Friday. And I accept or I put maybe down Mm -hmm. and I said, I'll be there if I can, but Mm -hmm. I'm at school this day. And she responded back and said, Oh, we know it's your day off. Don't worry about coming in. We just wanted to make sure that you knew that we were meeting with this person. So it's people like that who not only respect, but they get it Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. They understand the time to be off work and the time to work. Yeah, I sometimes have bad, bad, bad habits with boundaries and Mm -hmm. saying, I'm not going to do an email at this time Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yep. Um, I like to go to bed. I don't know if you know this about me, but with zero in my inbox, like oh. I has it's cleaned out every single day. Uh-huh. And in the hospitality industry, you can't. Um, people expect immediate service. Mm-hmm. Like when you're staying at a hotel, you can't call to the front desk and ask for a towel and get it three days later, right? right? Yeah, uh, you want it then and you yeah. want it now. And so our industry, it's um, obviously conversation is evolving, mm-hmm. but it's uh, making sure that they understand what it's like. Yeah, I think the clarity is the, the most important thing. Yeah. And setting those expectations up front and. Yeah. Um, and I think we're kind of this, 
uh, in this era, we're, we're changing the norms. And yeah. uh, it's an opportunity to, to kind of introduce these practices to somebody who, maybe a woman who, when they were our age, would never have had that chance. Right. You know, right. maybe, you know, it's 20 years beyond for them right now. And they're thinking, yeah. wow, uh, I never got to do that yeah. uh, when I was 40 or how yeah. long. Yeah. Oh, but- <laughs> 38. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I feel like you're my older sister right now. Oh, well, that's awesome. We're changing the norms. Yeah, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Talk to me about, uh, is it called click rain cares or mm-hmm. tell me about that because I've mm-hmm. seen that all throughout social media yeah, and I mean, cool. we are avid followers and watchers and I think, the great part about ClickRain is servant heart and mm-hmm. how that integrates in the workplace, but also externally as well, yeah. because it's exuded all throughout throughout that way as well. But Absolutely. talk to us about what that looks okay. like. And um, so this people first approach that we take, we see it applying to each other internally, mm-hmm. to our families at home, um, to our clients as people, to our clients, customers, and then um, it applies also to the community. And so we want to make sure that we're using all the resources that we can to take care of the community around mm-hmm. us. And um, a lot of companies do this. Many organizations give back um, dollars or time. Uh, the way we do it under Click Rain Cares is we definitely are doing some in-kind work mm-hmm. um, for organizations that might need a little extra marketing support, website or video or um, marketing campaign work digitally. Um, we also have our, of course, uh, like staff, um, outings where mm-hmm. we go to the banquet and serve together, yeah. or we do rake the town together. We also implemented, um, VTO volunteer time off this mm-hmm. year. Um, so team members get a little time every month to go do their own thing. Uh, but click rain cares, uh, as a, as a, a monetary giving component, uh, the monetary giving component of click rain cares is really. Uh, putting the giving power in the hands of our team members. And so instead of uh, us as an executive team, a leadership team saying, you know, we've got this fund and we're going to give to these organizations, we have, um, we take 1% of our profit. The end of the year, it's divided evenly amongst every team member. And that means a team member that started a week before this date, um, at least that's the case this past November, everybody that is a part of our team at that given moment um, gets a uh, even amount of dollars to give to an organization of their choice. And so it makes it personal mm-hmm. to that individual, someplace where they have passion, where they have heart, and uh, allows us to spread our giving through our staff yeah. and um, through incredible. the hands of them. It's so fun. And, you know, we learn about organizations that we maybe never would have right. considered. And it's really fun to see the team uh, over the course of these few weeks that we're considering where to give. Mm-hmm. Um, the team shares about, you know, why why they're giving to their organization. And then there's a, a bit of pooling that happens, too. You know, maybe somebody yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. have a passion point right. for their dollars. So they kind of they Lump go together, together with another. And then you end up giving a really substantial gift. The, yeah. the check itself that an individual is able to give on their own is way more substantial than a gift that I would have been able to give, you know, when I, in my early years yeah. of career, right? really now even, you know, um, it, it's a substantial amount of money. And so everybody has that, um, has that opportunity. And then when you start to pull them together, it's, it starts to be big bucks and it starts to be, um, major impact. And, you know, last year for Click Rain Cares, we were able to um, grant a make-a-wish 
And so we got to be a, a part of that entire process and go surprise this young man incredible. named Edison. It was a gift. And you are making a lasting impact well beyond your years. I think so. And you're now a part of their family. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that was that one was in particular and particularly awesome because you could really see that one on a one to one level yeah. where that was going. But um, overall, it's just a, it's an excellent program and something that we will wow. continue. We bring in organizations every December to kind of tell us about mm-hmm. themselves. And uh, are they from some of the individuals that have ch- like their passion we, projects? Um, no? Sometimes, some, okay. yeah. And sometimes it's just an, an organization that maybe came to us mid year and said, yeah. "Hey, would you give?" And right. we'll say, "You know what? We'll put you on the docket to come talk to our team in December." And um, and then the team can consider mm-hmm. giving their Click Rain Cares fund to to you. Super admirable. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that a lot of people should look into. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very fun. Yeah, and it's nice because, like you said, you are spreading the wealth throughout mm-hmm. the community and having your hands on a lot of different missions and organizations yeah. and causes. We get talked to a lot as well about being a part of this event or that mm-hmm. event and donating time. We do some gift backs as well in that yep. respect. Um, but it's always nice, and it's it leaves that impact. Um, that sometimes we can't even imagine, mm-hmm. um, whether it is a small campaign or helping boost this, or maybe it's helping with a ad, a newsletter or whatever it looks exactly. like. Um, but when they're pooling those dollars together as well, like you had mentioned with your mm-hmm. staff and your team, the um, the greater good for the community is something that neither one of us would ever imagine. And it's cool that you're doing that from not just the top down, but everybody is involved in that yeah. aspect. Yeah. Good for you. I mean, generationally, you'll hear that um, millennials and Generation Z, they want that yeah. um, meaning mm-hmm. in their work. And uh, I think this is one way to allow that with a like, pretty young staff. So how many years has Trend Digital been going? Because I remember going one year, I think it was at the Hilton. Mm-hmm. It's been at the Hilton before, right? It has. And um, there was like Kello trucks that were there. Yeah, and live streaming. All, yeah, yeah, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And I was just blown away. Yeah, it's uh, it's grown and grown. It's been going on yeah. seven years. This will be our seventh annual. Wow. And um, it's going to be at the convention center this year again. Uh, we'll have about 400 or so people and uh, bringing in lots of speakers from around the area, uh, including a couple people from our team, but really experts from the uh, the this region and beyond. Yeah. Um, so speaking on a variety of topics, last year's conference, we always do a survey post-conference, and we heard from the, the attendees that they wanted a little more advanced material. And so that'll be um, that'll definitely be Which the case good. this year. Yeah. I think everybody um, – and everybody who's a marketer has become more and more savvy in the digital space right. um, over the last several years. So it's become more the more the norm to be uh, working in digital. So if we can uh, raise everybody's game yeah. a little bit, it'd be really fun. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I am so proud of you and the changes that you're implementing. And it's yeah. it's a scary world out there to be a female CEO, but you're doing it, girl. Yeah, yeah. And you've got of- an awesome team that helps. I do have a Which good team. Even, yeah, even better. Um, yep, very fortunate to have a great team yeah. and to have um, you know picked up where um, our former leader left off yeah. and and approach it with my own sort of flavor flair. of awesome. See, so, I was going to say flair. You said flavor, yeah. flavor and flair. Yeah. Sister. Well, before I let you go, I'm sure you've seen this, but I've got these top ten questions that I'm going to okay. ask you. These are quick hitting questions, almost like SNL ish. I could try to come up with something fun, but. I love that you're what an you SNL got? girl. Oh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> um, I want the first thing that just pops okay. pops off your brain. Favorite color? Turquoise. Mm. All-time favorite movie? Overboard. 
Oh, gosh, I love Overboard. <laughs> I just watched a Christmas movie with Kurt Russell in it, and Goldie Hawn was, came in really at the good. end. I think it was called like The Chronicle or The yeah, Christmas. I've not watched it, but I so want to. So incredible. Have I you seen them. the new Overboard? No. I haven't I either. Will. I know. It kind of just bums me out. but No, I probably will. We'll see. <laughs> One song on the soundtrack of your life. Oh, my gosh. Um, I want you to be happier. Oh, I want you to be happier. that's a good song. You know, it's called Uplift. Favorite time of the year? All times. I'm a Four Seasons girl. <laughs> there she is, people. Mm-hmm. That's the first answer we've had. Mm-hmm. Four Seasons girl. Mm-hmm. Favorite place that you've traveled? Mm-hmm. Probably Rio de Janeiro. Mm. Favorite aisle in the grocery store? Mm-hmm. T- tough one. I'm going to say produce. That's a good I one. I load up. <laughs> We've had some funny ones over the, t- the course of these last few months. People have said chips. I like crackers. And I didn't too, realize yeah. that chips was a whole aisle, but I think it's <laughs> chips on one side and then crackers and on cookies. The other. Crackers <laughs> and cookies and then chips. It's a good aisle. One uh, superpower. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Uh, to be invisible. Mm. If you could share a meal with one person, living or dead, who Ooh. would it be? Um, I know. Grandparents. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? It would be street tacos. Oh, yeah. You could mm-hmm. have those at breakfast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Lunch, dinner. Uh-huh. I could go on, though. I love food. <laughs> Good. <laughs> What's your best piece of advice for anyone that's listening or watching? <clears throat> I would just say um, be open-minded. Um, be willing to adapt and... Be kind. Don't take things too seriously. Um, and um, the rest will come. <laughs> I like it. That was a lot of really good advice. Be kind is probably my most favorite. Yeah. There's no reason for anything else. No, I agree. At all. I'm so, so glad that you're here today. It's fun thanks. to be able to catch up after all of these years and not be in between <laughs> events and back to back. So Okay, now let's go drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for doing all okay. of that you do. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Good Work. And a special thank you to my friend Natalie for joining us and for sharing more about ClickRain. You won't want to miss next week's episode as we get to know more about the team at the event company and how they find balance and sometimes the crazy event schedule that we have. Don't forget to subscribe to The Good Work on YouTube and iTunes and follow the event company on social media to stay up to date on the good work that we are part of each day.